0: What is up, everybody? Welcome to Bench Chatter, the Common Man's NBA podcast. I'm your host Colin here with my co-host Noah, bringing you Week Seventeen Fantasy Basketball Preview. Noah, what's cooking?
1: Week Seventeen, Colin. The the playoffs are looming. Uh,
0: Noah. we're only I'm, three, four weeks away here, Colin. I'm looking at my watch right now, Noah, and. It says it's playoff time, baby. At least for me. <laughs> At least for me. It says it's playoff time. This has flown
1: by, Colin. This season, like, to think we started doing this again 16 weeks ago is kind of crazy. Yeah. It, yeah,
0: like, we've been doing these fantasy previews for four months now for this season. I mean, that's, that is that is a little bit wild right. to me. Yeah. It, it really, like, it... <laughs> I think back to, like, our summer episodes when we were just kind of, like, messing around and we would do our lists and whatever, and those feel like forever ago to me, but, like, it feels like two weeks ago I posted, like, the week three one, and it got a 100 upvotes and everybody was (laughs) bonkers on bench chatter. So, I don't know, maybe, like, send us off, you know? Give us 200 upvotes on this one.
1: Let's go. Um... With it being week seventeen, Colin, in one of our leagues, the playoffs is in four weeks, and the other one, it's in five weeks. Um, thought I'd just give you guys a little update, Colin. And I haven't really talked about our fantasy leagues yet. Um, in the cat league, Colin, our nine cat league, Levar balls, mm-hmm. um, my team. I'm currently winning the cat league at eighty wins, fifty two losses,
0: three ties. With a is sixty that, point. Are you including what like you did this week? Because it's no, not officially not, in the not same this week Okay. Yes. Interesting. You I'm are
1: second right now, Con, with seventy six wins, fifty two losses, seven ties. Uh, yeah, um, that's I've how the cat queen. Con and I dominating, as would be. Um, I have the most moves made in the cat league, Con. Um, I lead the league in rebounds, Sish. Um, also steals. You lead the league in just about. The other categories, we're really covering it most between the two of us. Yeah. Um, that one's going to be fun, Colin. I, I think I think you and I do actually have the two best teams in there. I'm hoping we play in the finals. Yeah,
0: um, my so my philosophy there, Noah, because I was really killing that one for a minute there. And I've had some pretty serious injuries. And I've built up enough of a lead where I'm like, I don't want to just be turning this roster over so much. Just like for the Mm -hmm. sake of turning it over, like I built myself a cushion, I can wait out some of these injuries. Because right now I've got Shea Miles, Brad Beal. I've had a couple other injuries here and there pop up. So I actually I I'm sure I'm down there in transactions just because I don't feel like I need Mm -hmm. to be making a lot of moves right now. Like if I see a guy that I really think is a long term ad, I'll go out and grab him. But other than that, I'm not I have not been doing a lot of like the day to day ad drops.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm pretty active in that league, Colin, but I haven't actually picked up or dropped guys in a while. Um, I kind of fringe guys. I picked up Jalen Brunson like a couple months ago, Colin. Haven't mm-hmm. dropped him since. Um, I picked up Josh Hart quite a while ago. He's a Stonks god. Uh yeah. picked up Anthony Simons, maybe pick yeah. up of the season. I really have one rotating spot, but um, my gamble kinda paid off. I always punt field goal percentage and turnovers just because I feel like you I'm going after every other category. Um Joel and Joel and Vooch basically win me rebounds every week, and then Trey yeah. Young con the assists are crazy. Oh, Trey Young wins me assists almost by himself, like every week. And then I just supplemented that con with Cade and Russ. Uh Cade is so good and C- Kate Cade and Russ just get like Fifteen seven and seven every night. Um, yeah. I'm really happy with my cat team. Uh, moving into the points, con you are the league leader at yeah. twelve wins, three losses. Baby, you're cooking.
0: That I was upset because I was I was nine and zero at one point, point. and I I really wanted to just run with it, go <laughs> undefeated. And just, see if I could do it. <laughs> that would be crazy, actually, to go undefeated. See the thing is too, like there have been I think more than fifty percent of the weeks I've been the leading scorer. Yeah. So it like it was really possible because the first time <laughs> I lost, I was the second highest scorer that week, and I lost by maybe forty points.
1: Yeah, uh, you're twelve and three, Colin, with a eighty win percentage. Um, I am nine and six, but I'm winning this week. I'll be tied for third place. Um, just some stats, Colin. You lead the league in field goals attempted and field goals made. Um, 3,840 made, 8,195 8, attempted. I am second with 8,136 attempted. You lead the league in points scored so far, Colin, at 1, 1, 19,537. Yeah. Second place is at 18,214. And you have made the most moves in the points league,
0: Colin. Yeah, that... Oh, no, you haven't. You've made the second most, actually. Is... Is, uh... It's Ren with 64. Oh, really? Wait, so, where can you... Do you have to do this online, like on a computer? Yeah, it's only on your computer. Wait, so then how many moves have I made? 45. Okay, that makes sense, because there's certain weeks I max it out, and then there's certain weeks I know that Mm. I can... I've only made 15 all year. See, that's that's so weird to me because I feel like in points you have to be rotating and you have to constantly be picking and adding. And in categories, you can kind of get away without doing that.
1: Guess yeah, so I just drafted a good team. Uh,
0: for the oh, middle really of the season, just,
1: Colin, I was I've... I was very soured on the um, points league because Oh, that's right. I was you were stood, COVID heavy. I was stood six week. I was stood many COVID absences. Uh, Jalen Brown missed a month, Bam Adebayo missed six weeks, and Jeremy Grant missed six weeks. So, but um, my first two picks gone, Luca and um, Lamelo Ball. When they play
0: well, it is very hard for me to lose. Yeah, yeah i I just I kind of hit on my first four round draft picks, and then. I hit on a couple of late spots that have really paid off. So, I went with Tatum with my first pick. I got him at 8. I mean, he's just been super solid. Averages like 42 Mm -hmm. fantasy points in our league. Same with Julius Randle. I think he was my second round pick. You know, averages 37 points. Could I have gotten something better there, yeah, but incredibly solid, and then we got still so much, right, <laughs> yeah, like at that spot, I think there were other guys, but they also like I could have picked dame Lillard, you know, and mm-hmm. I'd just be Michael Porter junior, yeah, anybody, anybody, so then Chris Paul's been killing it for me, and probably my pick of the year was john morant forty first like, yes, that's sir. just an absolute steal yes, but then. Sir. I mean, I made two fantastic waiver wire moves. I have Gary Trent Jr. and Bobby Portis, who have both just been killing it this year, both averaging 32. Sneaky, sneaky picks, I got Kevin Love and Evan Mobley, also above the 30-point mark. Uh, and then pretty much everybody else I'm willing to rotate with. I got Bogdanovich, who's been on the team for a little bit. Io, as of late, has been killing it. And then I think my favorite pick that I made, 80th overall, Jonas Valanciunas, averaging 37 points. I mean, mm-hmm. not like I foresaw the Zion thing happening, but maybe I did.
1: Yeah. Uh, my sneaky pick, Colin, was probably Terry Rozier at 51. Um, had a pretty shaky start to the season, but is now averaging 35 points, uh, fantasy mm-hmm. points on the season. Pretty good. Um I also picked up Ty- Tyrese Maxey and Tyler Hero off the uh, waiver wire, so no props there. Um, <clears throat> yeah, there's know. your guys's little fantasy update. Colin and I will probably update um, once we get into the playoffs or once yeah, the Yeah, playoffs. Ends, Colin, we'll, we're going be more for banter. the we're going for the double
0: we're going for the double finals matchup. I think here. Yeah, I think that points league is going to be tough. I think there's a couple teams that are actually going to be decently competitive there. I think categories, it's, it's probably you and me running away with it. Olsen's kind of got a unit of a team in points. Dude, he. I didn't realize how good his team was, and his team has come on strong because I actually, there was a point in the year where I had 2,400 more points than the second highest team, and he's cut that down by, like, a 1,000. He's been really killing it. <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah. Fantasy basketball, guys. Me and Colin are kind of decent at it. Oh, oh, and then my favorite pickup, yeah, like waiver wire move I made was in the cat league. Josh Giddy. That uh, <laughs> I fucking I dropped him.
1: I'm <laughs> the Did one who fucking really? gifted him to you.
0: I drafted him, dude. You'd definitely be in first if you had Giddy. I mean, especially with your field goal punt too. Not that he's like an atrocious shooter, but that would really help with a field goal punt play yep well i already lead the league in total rebounds and total assists
1: so tough (laughs) i hate you um colin this thursday we are going to release our full trade deadline episode Mm -hmm. um but we do have two trades to talk about we'll just we'll give quick thoughts on them colin i have a lot of thoughts about one of the trades because mm-hmm. Twitter because was really pissing me like off today. Um, but this first trade, con the Clippers traded Eric Bledsoe, Justice Winslow, Keon Johnson, their first-round draft pick out of Tennessee, and a future second-round pick, Collin, to the Trailblazers for Ner- Norman Powell and Robert Covington. Um, give me your quick hits here, Collin. What, what did you think about that?
0: Yeah, so just to preface – they both are not on expiring contracts, correct, Norm Powell? And uh, No, Norm okay.
1: Powell is – Robert Covington is. Norm Powell is contracted for like four more years, Colin.
0: Right, right, right. So, like, the, this is a long-term play that I think they're getting at a decently yes. cheap price. I think I like it. They're mm-hmm. ramping up for next year. Kawhi and PG have to be back, and, I mean, you're already all in on that. Mm -hmm. I think that the Norm Powell Mm -hmm. piece is really good. Roko, I think he's he's dipped as a one-on-one defender. I think he is prone to get cooked, but I think as a team defender, he's still very Very solid, very serviceable. You know, he does do the intangibles, and I think playing with – PG and Kawhi is only gonna help out there. And then Norm Paul is one of the mm-hmm. best corner shooters really in the league, so yes. I think that's a great move.
1: Mm-hmm. It was um this trade really con was a flex by Steve Ballmer. Um the Clippers were already like twenty five million over the luxury tax con. This sends them up to like forty two, I believe, over the luxury tax, <laughs> and Steve Ballmer doesn't give a fuck. He has more money than you and I could ever imagine. Um, Steve Ballmer like, i oh, make Clippers.
0: Microsoft again, dude. I don't give a shit.
1: <laughs> you guys want the next Microsoft or what? Yeah. I got to get another. I, I'm trained for John Wall.
0: Um, yeah,
1: Microsoft. For the too. Clippers,
0: Colin. John Wall. Yeah, we can, <laughs> give, we can give more
1: thoughts on Thursday, but um, give me your grades here, Colin, for the Clippers and the Blazers.
0: Yeah, I mean, the meme that everybody's running with right now is that the Blazers turned Gary Trent Jr. and a first into mm. Eric Bledsoe, which mm. is kind of true. Forget, they traded two firsts for Robert Cummington. I did forget that. I did forget that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in in hindsight, terrible, really terrible. But I think it's a decent move for them. I mean, there's no reason just to getting Conners Powell's on contract. Yeah, pretty good. Really. Truly. And then, you know, we'll we'll see what these young guys do. I mean, Eric Blood, so you might as well cut him. I don't even know if they'll keep him on the roster. Maybe they do, maybe they don't. I think he's only a one so they he's gonna play for the rest
1: of the season, but they can pay him basically three and a half in the summer just to get rid of him. So it's oh, fine. Okay.
0: Yeah. So I mean you're getting something out of it, which I don't hate. Uh Blazers will give uh C plus and then Clippers, I'll give uh, B.
1: Those are my exact grades. I was going to give the really? Blazers a C plus and the Clippers a B. Um, yeah, Clippers, I right. like it. Norm Powell is yeah, going to but... fit really well next to PG and Kawhi. Um, Keon Johnson is interesting. He's, like, maybe one of the most athletic dudes out of the last draft. He's going to get a lot of playing time in Portland. Um, don't worry, Dame. God gives his toughest
0: battles to his strongest soldiers. <laughs> Do you see the one that was like, like Dame keep giving me stronger battles? <laughs> it was like the Jesus. How the fuck are you alive? <laughs> Seriously, I, I that man um, deserves yes. the like. I don't even. I hate the Lakers, but just for Dame Lillard's sake, they should just do Russell Westbrook for Dame Lillard straight up. Just, just so that he can have a ring. I mean, I don't want it to happen. I, feel so I would hate bad it. For it. But, like, how are you, Dame Lillard? Like, this is a guy that's one playoff series. Like, sing- almost single-handedly, one playoff series, and they have refused to give him anything other than CJ McCollum. I'm sorry, Dame. Like <laughs> yeah. I really, it <clears throat> it's amazing. It really is. So, uh uh-huh. all right. <laughs> Alright, this this next one, Noah. You're you're upset trade, Colin. because you realized after the trade happened that Ricky Rubio is actually done for the season. And the no. Pacers had no idea. <laughs> That's uh, why you're yeah. mad, right? So, the, the, the Cavs just totally got you.
1: Caris LeVert got traded today. Colin we sent Karis and a twenty twenty two second round pick to the Cavs for Ricky Rubio, a 2022 lottery protected first round and a future second round pick from the Cavs. Um, General Twitter consensus, Colin was that the Pacers got fleeced. And I, I was, I was pretty angry today, Colin, especially because we have a sports chat with a lot of people in it. And you can't talk ball with everyone, Colin casuals, you know they make me they make me a little angry, con. Because I mean, ugh, people forget con that all we gave up to get Karis was Victor Oladipo. That's all we gave up—a guy who didn't want to play for us and who basically yeah. hasn't fucking played since. Um, so Karis Levert to the Cavs. Fantastic fit, con. This is a great trade for the Cavs. It fits a very big need for them. They needed a guy who could just go out there and score twenty points a night. It's honestly awesome for them. We yeah. get a first-round pick, which is all I really wanted. It's lottery protected, but that's like where we were picking before this year, so I'm fine with that.
0: Well, um, and the, it's not like the Cavs are going to be in the lottery anyways. So who cares? Because yeah. it's this year's pick. Um, I mean, Karras, whatever. Yes. Karis is a
1: very interesting player, Colin, because he's really a score-only shooting guard. Um, not mm-hmm. a very good three-point shooter, not a very good playmaker, not a very good defender. But that's what the Cavs need. They just need this guy to score twenty points a night, and they can win a lot of games. Um, yeah. Not a great fit for the Pacers, but I like it for the Cavs. I like it for the Pacers. We did not get fleeced, people. Please do not say that. Kerrisilver is a very—he's a very niche player, con that I think can only fit a very select number of teams in the league.
0: Yeah, I think people thought he was a more complete player than he really was when he was on those Nets teams because. Those Nets teams, he filled that role perfectly. He was the twenty point per game mm-hmm. guy. He was on some pretty balanced teams. Very young, D'Lo. Um, um. Oh my God, fucking uh, Jared Allen, who he's teaming up with again. That's pretty sick. Joe Harris. Like, those the, teams. You think the
1: Rockets are crying in the club because they could have just had
0: Evan Mobley, Karras, and Jared Allen? I think that the Rockets are contemplating just not showing up next year. <laughs> it's just like no it's um it's fine
1: yeah, yeah i'm fine with the trade con i i'll give the i'll give the Cavs a minus a- because it was a very direct need that they filled yeah and for the pacers i'll give it a b b plus we got a first round which is honestly for carousel i think is pretty decent because i think the thought of carousel vert con is much better than actually having carousel vert i'll say that and I'll leave it yeah, that.
0: and you know what? I'll give it a B plus, not a B, purely because it means that the Pacers are actually trying to move some of these pieces and might be considering a rebuild, which they desperately need to do. Duarte's stock just went through the roof. You think so? Fantasy-wise. Okay, I was going to say, like, wow, really? Like that? That's kind of crazy to me, but that... That makes sense. Yeah, Duarte, suck. Get on that right now. That will be massive. Alrighty. Well, I think I think that covers all the basketball news we need to cover on tonight's episode. Obviously, we'll get to a lot more on Wednesday's episode or Thursday's episode. Uh, let's get into the schedule. We've been keeping this part shorter just because I I think. You guys get it at this point. You know the routine, but you know we love doing it for you guys, so we keep on bringing it. So, without further ado, for the schedule this week, Noah, uh, it's pretty cordial. We got most teams playing three games. About two thirds of the league, twenty teams is playing three games. Look out if you've got Rockets and Bucks players. The uh, Rockets, I. I don't think anybody's relying too heavily on the Rockets players, so not quite sure. Also, Christian Wood should definitely be traded. That's the mark of my words. If mm-hmm. that doesn't happen, then the Rockets don't need to show up next year. Uh, and then the Bucks. So if you're Giannis, Holiday, Middleton, even a BP kind of guy, you know, build around it this week. This week you've got to be how active on the waiver wires, so we are going to be important for you. If you have Charlotte, Chicago, Golden State, Minnesota, the Knicks, OKC, Phoenix, or Toronto, you're looking pretty because you got four games this week. Let's ride. Noah, tell me about the number of teams playing on each day.
1: Um, Colin, on Monday we have 10, Tuesday we have 20, Wednesday we have 12, Thursday we have 14, Friday we have 14, Saturday we have 22, and Sunday we have 4. Um, This is a very, very important streaming week if you want to win this week because Tuesday um, has the most games at 20, and most of the other days are going to be between five to seven games, so you're not going to have full lineups. You're going to have mostly Mm -hmm. full lineups, but you're going to have room to be adding and dropping guys. Um, Getting into the back-to-backs, on Monday, Tuesday, we have the Knicks and Phoenix. On Tuesday, Wednesday, we have the Lakers, the Timberwolves, the Blazers, and the Kings. Wednesday, Thursday, we have Golden State and Toronto. Thursday, Friday, we have Detroit Friday, Saturday, we have Charlotte, Chicago, Cleveland, Denver, OKC, Orlando, Philly, and the Spurs. Saturday, Sunday, no back-to-back. Sunday, Monday, no back-to-back. So you need to be planning out your moves for the weekend, um, really on Thursday night, Friday morning. Um, yeah. Low-volume game days this week, Colin, we got a lot. Uh, Monday, we have five. Wednesday, we have six. Thursday, we have seven. Friday, we have seven. And Sunday, we have two. Um, that's games. And then teams to play on the low-volume game days, Colin, Um I usually say the players for the teams, but we'll save that for the end because there's a lot of teams here. Um, yeah. I'm not even going to go through what days they play. Check our Reddit post if you want to see that because mm. there are a lot of teams. But these are the teams who play on low-volume game days this week. The Minnesota Timberwolves have four games. The Hornets have four games. The Bulls have four games. The Thunder have four games. The Warriors have four games. The Raptors have four games. And the Jazz have three games. So... Teams you want to stream? Timberwolves, Hornets, Bulls, Thunder, Warriors, Raptors, Jazz.
0: I mean, let's get it. Let's get this shit. Let's get this shit, Noah. Yeah, I'm actually (laughs) kind of like off topic, but I'm a little bit surprised that they're actually playing two games on Sunday. Like, uh, you'd think that the NBA would just take off for Super Bowl Sunday, but I guess not. You know? Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. I mean, that's why there's only two, but... I'm surprised they're even yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah. I bet that that makes a lot more
1: sense. They're, real they're probably both the like, like three thirty too.
0: Yeah. Yeah, maybe they're trying to catch like the pre Super Bowl crowd, like, hey, just turn on Ooh, okay. There's the one of these games is a banger. The other one also eh, yeah, people might tune in. We got the, the Hawks in Boston and then the Timberwolves and Pacers play it too.
1: <laughs> I'll be tuning into the Timberwolves Pacers.
0: I don't even think you will. That's a banger, right? I, that's yeah, no, that's the banger for sure. Celtics kind of coming on that Hawks Celtics game should be good. Noah, let's move on to dudes we are writing about this week. The first guy that we are writing about this week is Mr. Reggie Bullock, who's thirty percent rostered on Yahoo and five percent rostered on ESPN. Reggie's been putting in work for the Mavs, Noah. We'd, Explain to me why we wrote about Reggie this week because I really <clears throat> like this pick.
1: Yeah, uh, Reggie was someone who I was actually pretty excited when the Mavs uh, signed him over the summer con mm-hmm. because I thought he he is someone who's kind of perfected his role con. He's a three and yeah. D shooting guard, um, and he's he's pretty good at doing that. And I thought him and Dorian Finney Smith would be two very good pairings next to Luca. Um, it didn't really plan. Uh, it didn't really fall to be that for Case for most of the season. Um, He's been pretty disappointing, but he's seen a jump in his usage rate, con from 13.5 to 19.5 mm-hmm. over the last five games, and that's due to Tim Hardaway Jr. probably missing the rest of the regular season because he suffered a fractured metatarsal in his foot. And over the last five games, gone, Bullock has hit at least three three-pointers in five straight games, and he's averaged 18.2 points on 4.4 three-pointers made while adding five rebounds and 1.4 steals per game. Um, I'll just read you his last five games, Colin, um, February 6th, 22.6 for 10 from three, um, 20 points against the Sixers, four for 11 from three, 23 Mm -hmm. points against the Thunder five for 13 from three, uh, Mm -hmm. 10 points against the Magic three for eight from three, 23 Mm -hmm. points against the Pacers six for eight from three, uh, 15 points against the Trailblazers four for seven from three, um. This guy's shooting threes, Con, and I think with his increased usage and his role, um, it should make him worthy of a fantasy ad, I think, for the rest of the season uh, for teams who need outside shooting.
0: Yeah. I I think that the Mavs just generally being on an absolute tear since really starting the new year. Mm-hmm. Since January, they've lost five games, and I'm trying to do some quick math, but they've won about 17. It, the Mavs mm-hmm. are the Mavs are cooking they're very solidly in the fifth like that fourth through sixth spot in the the west by the time things are said and done and I think I really do that Bullock is filling the role that we said needed <clears throat> to be filled at the beginning of the year when we thought the Mavs didn't make any of these moves so the fact yeah. that he's pulling up and doing that is exactly what this Mavs team needs. He's going to continue to play. Uh, I'm not sure if he's going to continue to hit four-and-a-half, three-pointers a game, but he's going to shoot like he will. And The opportunity the, is there. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I think he's really key to this Mavs team's success. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm happy for the yeah. guy.
1: I mean, in a cat league, Colin, just this week he hit 15 threes. Um, not many guys. Getting you 15 three-pointers made, I'm assuming.
0: No. Yeah, unless you drafted, like, Steph. So that, but the yeah. first Steph, like, he has to miss 45 threes to be able to make 15. Yes. In one game. Remember when yeah. Steph was minus odds to win the MVP? Yeah. 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 Tough mm-hmm. stuff. John Morant is the MVP over stuff right now. I, I just, I think that's undebatable. That's my, my middle of the show take. Quick thoughts. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jokic. I take that. I win a lot of money on that. Noah, Javante Green, 26% rostered okay. on Yahoo and 3% rostered on ESPN. So, Green suffered a groin injury in January that kept him out for about 12 games and has returned and played eight games since. Green is playing on a pretty disheveled Bulls team right now, Noah, and he's actually a a really important piece. They showed the bench tonight. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We were missing Zach Levine, Kobe White, Caruso, Lonzo, Patrick Williams is still out, and Derek Jones Jr. is still out. Those are seven guys, seven of the nine guys who get the most minutes. Seven of the ten? Like, Javante Green, and a lot of those are like day-to-day or week-to-week, but Javante Green right now, he's going to be on the floor. There's no doubt about it. Tonight against the Sixers, Mm -hmm. he had about 17 points, five of six from the field, two boards, one assist, two blocks, and a steal in 32 minutes. I mean... I think defensively his assignments are going to be pretty tough, so I think the opportunity to rack up those small blocks and steals is going to be there. And then, yeah, on a night like tonight where it's basically DeRozan versus the rest of the 76ers, he's primed, he's primed to have 17 points, <laughs> and we play again against the Suns our fourth game in five days uh, at home tomorrow. So I think that I think we're kind of just punting this one against the Sixers and Suns, I think we kind of just said, well, you know what, we'll get them next time. And so I think that Javante Green is going to have a pretty solid game. Yeah, Thursday night, 13 points, 6 boards, 2 assists, 3 steals. Uh, and th- this 8-game stretch, we'll call it, he's averaging twelve and a half, four 4 boards, 1.5 assists, 1.5 steals, and 1 block. I mean, none of those really stand out, but they all kind of do enough to be worth it. I think that's the best way to put it.
1: Yeah, in like points league con, he's he's averaging like twenty six fantasy points yeah. a game, which you take at this point. Yeah, oh, yeah, um, absolutely. Big advocates, gets con of opportunity <laughs> he is one of yeah. the biggest uh, factors in whether or not you're picking up a guy. And Javante Green, his ceiling's not the highest con, but he is locked yeah. into a very consistent and important role for this
0: Bulls team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think. Uh... I he'll be solid at least this week. I think mean, it's the best best we can do for you right now, and it's really, it's really pretty good. Oh, and at 26 points, I don't know how everybody else's fantasy leagues work, but Noah and I kind of consider that at once you hit, and it's pretty specific, the 26 points per game spot, you like might consider keeping them on the roster for a week or two, and then once they get to like the 28 spot, they maybe need to like actually be on your team. That's just kind of how mm-hmm. we look at it. Noah, yeah. the last guy we're writing about this week, Zach Collins. 4% roster cool Yahoo. B. 1% roster on ESPN. I'm telling you, you can go get Zach Collins right now if you want him. <laughs>
1: I I have a take, Colin, that um, Zach Collins, the Blazers, when they drafted him four years ago, Colin, he – um. He was playing a pretty big role for them. He was playing their four. next to Yusuf Nurkic. Um, Zach Collins is a big dude, Colin. He's a true mm-hmm. seven-footer um, that moves very well. He was able to guard both um, post players and perimeter players on switches. Um, I think the Blazers went downhill when he got injured, honestly, and I they never really replaced his role on the team. Um, and I think maybe the Blazers are not in the position they are right now Zach Collins stayed healthy, but that's a whole different take, Colin. Um, yeah. That would be a take. Collin spent his first three years with the Blazers, like I said, Collin. He signed with the Spurs mm-hmm. this summer, but he had not played yet due to him recovering from foot surgery. Um, did not play Collin for 540 days before he returned on Friday night for the Spurs against the Rockets. That's that's quite some time in between. Days.
0: Yeah. And um, if you're – I'm just going to add in. If you're a listener, you, you do have to do a little bit of math to see if Noah's referring to me – or Zach Collins, but we trust that you'll be able to figure that one out.
1: Um, Zach Collins, Colin, was working up to his debut. <laughs> he spent some time with his first G League team uh, where he played eight games with them. He averaged 15 points, eight and a half rebounds, and 1.8 blocks in 26 minutes a night. Um, in 13 minutes he played on Friday, Colin. Zach had 10 points, seven rebounds, three assists, and two steals. 13 minutes, Colin, that's a, Pretty good stat line for only playing 13 minutes. um That's kind of an insane
0: stat he, line for 13 minutes.
1: Yeah, he's obviously not a must-have guy at the moment, Colin He's more of a monitor mm-hmm. and pounce at the right time kind of move. But with the Spurs lacking in front court depth already, and with Jakob Pertl and Thad Young both being involved in trade talks at the moment, I would not be surprised if Collins played a lot of minutes once he's reacclimated and fully um reconditioned into the league and. I would just monitor how much Zach Collins plays this week and what kind of role he's looking at within that Spurs team because he could play a lot of minutes for them once he's uh, fully healthy again.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't hate that take at all. I think it, it makes a lot of sense. You know, look out for it. I think, I think there's some In, looking. Out I watched the, the highlights that. from
1: that game, Colin, and he didn't look like. He didn't look like a guy who hadn't played in 540 days. I'll say that he was moving well. He was showing like the offensive versatility that we, um, you know, that most people, especially the people in Portland, thought he had. He can shoot the three. Um, he's a good pick and roll partner. Um, he's four percent roster on Yahoo right now. Definitely monitor Zach Collins.
0: Yeah, and I think the last note I would say on Zach Collins is he hasn't played basketball in 540 days, but he's 24 years old. This isn't like a thirty-two year old mm-hmm. coming off injury. This mm-hmm. is a younger guy. So I just think that the odds that he can return to who he was is much greater than you know, say Russell Westbrook forgetting how to shoot. Yeah. Or just never learning to really shoot in the first place. Cool take, cool take. I know. I like Russ, so let's not let's not say that about Russ. I like him, okay? All right, Noah. Let's uh, let's wind this down. We've got some waiver wire guys for you this week. Uh, you know, buzz in if there's anything you'd like to uh, say about any of these fellas: Malik Beasley, Jared Vanderbilt, Pat Bev, Jaden McDaniel's, Cody Martin, Mason Plumley, P.J. Washington, Kobe White, Ayo Desumu, who and if I is available in your league, you should be grabbing him because Dude, he'll be insane this not week. But in your yeah, list. he's probably not. But we wrote about him last week, so that's why he's on the list. Uh, Darius Basley, Lou Dort, Kenrick Williams, Kenrick, Kenrich, Kenrich, Kenrich. Oh, okay, yeah. Trey Mann, Otto Porter Jr., Kevon Looney, Damian Lee, Gary Payton, Juan Toscano-Anderson, Chris Boucher. Royce O'Neal, Precious Chua, Davion Mitchell, Monte Morris, Malik Monk, Cam Johnson, Chuma Okiki, Jackson Hayes, Terry Taylor, stop moving the mouse over where I'm trying to read, Brandon Goodwin, Justice Winslow, Nicholas Claston, and last but not least, guy whose stock went way down today, Chris Suarte.
1: Yes, sir. Um, nice, I really like Trey Mancon. He's he's been playing point guard for the Thunder while um, SGA is recovering from his ankle injury. That will keep him out until um, the All Star break. Uh, Terry Taylor, Colin. Let's do a quick. Who do
0: I play for? Terry Taylor. Terry Taylor. Who? Um... This is tough because I'm going to be honest with you. I this might be the first time I'm really hearing about Terry Taylor. Uh, Terry Taylor, uh, it feels like a Kings guy. He is a Pacers guy. He's a rookie. He's played eight games. All right. You know what? I'm proud of myself for saying that I didn't think I'd ever heard of Terry Taylor, and he started playing in the NBA like three days ago. So,
1: yeah. <laughs> you know what? Um, yeah, those are our waiver wire guys. Um, just a tip. Remember to keep some open acquisition slots this week, Colin, for after the trade deadline on Thursday. Um, So you can hopefully be first to pick up guys who will benefit from trades that happen on Thursday. Um, I think we're going to see some action here, Colin. I think this is going to be a good trade deadline. And I'll leave you with this, Colin, you and the listeners. I have three trade deadline predictions that I'm going to predict right now that I think are going to happen. Let us hear them. Marcus Smart, Colin, will be traded to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Calling that right now.
0: For what? C.J. Just... McCollum? You're, you're just predicting one of the ways that... Okay, I see you're
1: saying. No, happening. Marcus right. Smart's getting traded to the Timberwolves for Malik
0: Beasley in a first. Boom. Okay. The Marcus Smart, that C. just J. needs M- to be correct. That's the only part that needs to be
1: correct. Yes. C.J. <clears throat> McCollum will be traded to the Pelicans, Colin, for Josh Hart a salary-filler player
0: in one of the Lakers' first-round picks. Oh, that's so... The Blazers, if the Blazers can pull that, then I would give them a very solid A for that. And my last trade
1: prediction, Colin, is that the Blazers go full fire sale here, Colin, and the Raptors will end up with Yusuf Nurkic for Chris Boucher, Delano Banton... And a
0: first. A first for Nurkic? Mm,
1: ah. The Raptors have the Raptors have first to play with.
0: Yeah, and I mean like this year's first ah. The Raptors are actually the sixth seed in the uh the East right now. The Nets in the season they, today. Yes. They've been on fire. They've been on fire. Now, the Bulls have they, played him twice in the last two weeks. Too. They Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't hate it. I question if they really want to give up a pick for Nurkic. But I think that Nurkic is a very good NBA player who's been really underutilized on this Trailblazers team. I think everybody's been underutilized on this Trailblazers team, to, to be fair, except for Anthony Simons. Okay. Okay. I, I like the Marcus Smart one the best. I I believe that's happening, uh, especially because they're flirting with the idea of trading Schroeder away. I think that the Celtics might just be looking to kind of pull the Clippers and do what we got to do this year, but then come back full force next year.
1: Yeah, uh, I agree. Those are, those are my three predictions, Colin. Uh, we will get to revisit those on our Thursday episode. Uh, do you have any you, – you got a crazy prediction, Colin, that you want to throw out there? Someone you think might get traded?
0: Uh, I'm basing – okay, bold. Bold take. I think we see Ben Simmons go before Thursday. Oh. Because if you think that James Harden is coming this offseason, like if that's what you believe, he's a free agent. So yes. you, can, you can just sign him. So why not mm-hmm. right now trade Ben Simmons? Get the pieces you need to fill that and facilitate it. And because the East is the weakest it's been in uh, – the, just the league is the weakest it's been. Like, this is your time to do it. Win right now. and mm-hmm. beat is playing mm-hmm. out of his goddamn mind. I watched that team today. It's a really well-oiled machine. Mm-hmm. Go get the guy you need to get to try to win this year. And then if we have a comes, in mind. I mean, if the Blazers don't want Ben Simmons, then I I think you need to go get De'Aaron Fox. Okay. I think I like you could it. realistically play De'Aaron Fox and James Harden together too just because you have so many defensive stoppers already on that team um mm-hmm. but you'd be loaded at the guard position then mm-hmm. you're paying you'd probably you'd probably have to i mean if you did that and wanted to get Harden it would make getting Harden tough because you have Tobias Harris but you could maybe try to move that money with Ben Simmons when you do that
1: mm-hmm. i i i all it takes, Colin, is the C.J. McCollum domino and the use of Nurkic domino, I believe, to fall to, for Dane finally to say, I want out of here.
0: Yeah, I think he just really needs one of those.
1: Because yeah. if, um, if one of those predict- leaves, they're last prediction. not. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Yes. yes. Uh, last prediction I want from you here, Colin. Uh, name me the team Jeremy Grant gets traded to.
0: The uh, Jazz.
1: I agree. All right. Uh, let's go. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Bench Chatter, the Common Man's NBA podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Bench underscore Chatter. Leave us a like, leave us a rating, and be on the lookout for my favorite episode of the year probably, the Trade Deadline coverage episode on Thursday.
0: I'm going to be wearing a suit. You won't be able to see me, but just know that I am. (laughs) All right. right. Peace out, guys. Peace. I'm